this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Um, but yeah, so I'll go, I'll go. I feel like I'm doing a softball answer here just because I, I can't get myself to pick against the Ravens. And it's not even Lamar Jackson for me, even though I know he's a great quarterback. And I agree with you, top 10 quarterback in the league. And he has added weapons this year. They're obviously better than what he normally has. Uh, for me, it's the Baltimore Ravens defense. I'll, I'll go right into my second pick and then you can go in into your Baltimore spiel. So, but do you have Ravens defense better than the Steelers defense? I do. Oh, okay. I do. Maybe not the secondary or the corners. I'm not really believing in him, and I know Marlon's going to be out uh, more than likely for a couple weeks to be determined on when he's back out we there. We haven't even brought it up, but Denzel Ward might miss this Bengals game too. The Denzel Ward stuff is scary. Yeah, but we can talk more about that on Thursday yeah. when we have a better update. Just, yeah, that is yeah. um, that's that is really scary. I don't know how many he has had, but it, it's been oh, quite a few. That's wild. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into Denzel Ward when uh, we get more injury reports later this week. But yeah, I, I'm I'm. It's it's the playoffs for me personally, just thinking about those playoff matchups with the Baltimore Ravens. You know, the Bengals get criticized a lot for how scrappy they played or, you know, they couldn't really get anything going with their offense. But I just say I think that was the best defense that they had to play um, in the AFC playoffs. And um, I'm, I'm still going Baltimore. Obviously, if Lamar Jackson is healthy for a full season. Um, that's going to be a difference maker. He's the second best quarterback in the AFC North. I truly feel like Joe Burrow is the best. I know that sounds like a homer pick, but for me personally, um, he's who I'd rather have as the franchise quarterback. But mm-hmm. when Lamar Jackson's out there, he's scary. He's a scary quarterback. And, one man show. More yeah. than Burrow, he could be a one man show. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So I will. Um, I'll make it pretty easy. Going Baltimore second, and then obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers third. So you go ahead. Yeah, we have the same rankings. This isn't that exciting, it's huh? So boring. <laughs> we joined do Super Bowl predictions. But I'll keep I'll keep breaking down the AFC North guys from what I think from just like a hundred foot, thousand foot, whatever the saying is, view. Um, not trying to get too minute into these details. I think the Baltimore defense will be good. And they play well against the Bengals. I'm not sure. I think I would have the Steelers defense as better in my mind, though. And that is a player thing. You have three guys on the Steelers defensive line that are that would probably be the Ravens' best defensive linemen, that's <laughs> whether true. that's Watt, Hayward, or even Highsmith. Like, who is the Ravens' best defensive lineman without Calais Campbell? Is it Odafe Owe? Because he didn't even play full starter snaps last year. He did great against the Bengals, but... That's that's my biggest hang-up. It's not the secondary without Humphrey, which a little bit, but uh, my biggest hang-up is I look at the not the front, you know, six, because I think the linebackers are they're good. Roquan Smith, especially, very good. Uh, Patrick Queen, serviceable. He's serviceable. He isn't anything that yeah, I'm, if, I'm if they are on the best linebacker duo type thing, it's one of those Fred Warner and his running mate <laughs> type yeah. of deal. Roquan Smith. And the guy next to him. I mean, there's uh, a reason they paid Roquan all that money. You know, and then like they declined the Queen fifth year option. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a reason with all this. But I, I don't think he's bad. I think he's fine. Um, which I guess is kind of my Scott take. It's like this guy's fine. <laughs> serviceable. You know? Serviceable. Um, so I I do have worries though. Just like if they can't generate pressure they weren't the greatest defense when they kept trying to send pressure. It was when they started trying to play more disguise confusion and deep and try to, you know, thousand paper cut 
make the offense, you know, beat them with a thousand little cuts rather than one big one. You just think of that Miami game where they, they sent some heat. They did all this other stuff. Didn't go that well. I mean, it did in the first half, but then they gave up 40 points or something like that in the second half. I just, uh, if you can't generate pressure, I can't see you as a top five defense. I think they could be top 10. I, and I think they're a good defense and I think they'll play well against the Bengals just because that seems to match up well with them. Although I'm hoping they don't, I am hoping the Bengals just uh, kind of like that one year that Burrow got sacked a hundred times in Baltimore. And then it felt like he spent the entire offseason getting ready for it and just dominated Wink Martindale in that defense in the first game back. And then the second game back. I mean, uh, Wink, Wink, that was his legacy game. When when he said uh, it was the it was the, I'm not even counting the first one in Baltimore when they put 40 some points on the board, but that second one it was the day after Christmas and Wink was like, oh, you don't put the gold jacket on him yet." And Joe Burrow went out there, and I know again a lot of people are like, "Oh, it was the secondary, it was a lot of injured guys out there." No, Joe Burrow still put up some numbers, and he did that on for for a reason, for a reason. Zach Taylor kept yeah. him in that game. Yeah, yeah, well. No longer Wink. I don't nope. think uh, Mr. McDonald talks as much. <laughs> Wink's just kind of like a crotchety old man. Like, I don't hate him. Like, I think some people hate him for everything. I just uh, – well, he said something before a playoff game, and he just – it's like, yeah, that guy's, you know, white-collar. He's not a blue-collar type like us. <laughs> it's just like, you guys are football coaches, man. Like <laughs> – I don't think any of you guys are, I mean, I don't know, maybe, uh, but he, he does have that mentality. Anyway, he's not even the coach for them. So we need to move on. Yeah. Uh, um, John Joe Harbaugh. <laughs> I also think this is a reason I have the Browns last is just John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin, great coaches. And that's not to say mm-hmm. Stefanski isn't a good coach. I think they're a tier above and they've won Super Bowls. They keep their teams competitive no matter what. I can't say the same for Stefanski. I just look, he had, maybe he didn't. <laughs> I was thinking he had better quarterback play than that Mason Rudolph year, and Mike Tomlin somehow scraped out nine wins that year. I don't – or eight? Was that eight and eight? Or I think it might have been eight and eight. But it was not a losing season because we know he's never had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Baltimore has tanked a couple times, mm-hmm. if think of that Ryan Mallett year, they've, they're have they usually good. And that's just that Cleveland hasn't been consistently good. So I don't think – I do think, sorry, I do think if there's a team to take the Bengals down this year, it is the Ravens. And I know I'm not breaking any news with that. They're just, they've got the quarterback. If this offensive coordinator hire goes as awesome as the offseason think pieces, think it will go and there's no growing pains and you get to play against Seattle instead of San Francisco and you get to play against Los Angeles Chargers instead of Kansas City and you get to play against what Miami instead of Buffalo, then maybe you, maybe the Bengals finally don't sweep those tough games. They simply go two and one and, but they go three and oh, and then you split with Baltimore. And now you're looking at like one of those, uh, can they edge you out by like some nonsense? The Bengals dropped a division game and the Ravens went five and one. And now the tiebreaker goes to them type of deal. Like I could see this happening. Or lose the division by one game. I don't think they're going to run away with it. I don't think they'll go like 15-2 and two or anything. But they are the team out of everybody there that can stand up at the end and hold the AFC North crown away from the Bengals. There is a reason this division is so competitive. There's a reason that there has never been a back-to-back-to-back champ. The Bengals are going for it. Uh, even those Steelers dynasties in the late 2000s, those Ravens teams, they've never done it. It's just you look at that. And some of that's the Bengals stealing those divisions too. But you look at the division, it's a tough one. 
if you drop some games, like these are all good teams. I don't think there's a single, you know, Houston Texans type team here. Hey, maybe they'll be good. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you look at the Texans, you kind of think like two free wins. Let's think of the NFC West. There's no Rams or um, Cardinals that are kind of obviously tanking in this division. You know, everybody's trying to compete for different reasons. Um, and if the Ravens are able to pull it out, they, they are the team I would pick if I wasn't picking, I'm picking the Bengals number one, but if I wasn't going to pick them, it would be the Ravens. And that's, I don't think it's outlandish to think that. Um, I don't know. Now you have any thoughts on Ravens? I mean, look, what, how much is there? It's Lamar in a good defense. Like I trust Lamar to put an offense together, even if Odell doesn't look as good as people think. And Rashad Bateman's still hurt. And uh, Zay Flowers has rookie growing pains. I still think he's going to connect with Andrews all the time and run the ball. And they're going to be a good offense, even if everything goes crap. 